You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. Welcome to episode number 28 of Line of Sight. My name is Chandler. I'm here again with Jaden, talking from his car. <laughs> talking from my car. In a garage. In a garage. Highly professional. Get you back on your regular setup eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'm moving in the next couple weeks, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> eventually. So, yeah, uh, Brett's not here with us today. We uh, he's, he's doing something. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to, but... He was busy, so it's just going to be the two of us hanging, hanging out for a little while, talking about the ETC. Yeah. yeah. Which means that I will actually like look at the things at the ATC, which is probably a good thing, because I'm playing in the ATC. That's true. Uh, yeah, so uh, before we kick into that, of course, we got some news. Uh, we got the ATC coming up, obviously, which we'll be talking about a little bit uh, on this episode, and then we're going to be heading to LVO a couple weeks later. Yeah. We'll all be there. That'll be great. Um, today, the day we're actually recording, uh, we got the Crucible Guard teaser and a date set for Lock and Load. Um, it's going to be the weekend of the 22nd in June, which is sweet. They got it at a new uh, place. They're actually putting it in a hotel instead of where they had it before. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's pretty close to the same area, I believe. But um, Yeah, it's like a block away. Yep. So, yeah, we've got the actual dates for that. Uh, Crucible Card teaser was entertaining. Uh, go check that out, The Insider, if you haven't. It's a, just a concept art for a guy. And, um, what was the other thing? There's some sweet Ashlyn art for the, like, oh, yeah. lock and load main banner thing. So. Yeah, her being in Crucible Guard is, like, one of the few things at this point that could tempt me to actually pick up that faction. Yeah. I was like, new faction releasing at Lock and Load, new art for a caster I'm fond of. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. So, yeah. I had some people who were like, no, there's no way. Like, she's she's not in in the Crucible Guard. She's, like, just uh, Lailies in general. And I was like, fun fact, like, stories change. <laughs> people have things happen to them and do different things. That's... It's like saying Sturgis 2 can't exist because Sturgis 1 is in Signar. You know, it's like, well, events occurred. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Things happened. So, yeah. Uh, The other thing, some actual uh, line of sight news. Um, We're testing some ideas for a regular streaming thing, right? Actually getting um, games streamed, which will not not be uh, from us, but from a separate group. So we're looking into... Seeing if that's a possibility, and then uh, we've got um, might be hosting another podcast on our site. Yeah, um, the uh, four man meta group has decided that they're disbanding, and uh, they're replacing it with a battle report podcast that'll be releasing battle reports twice a month, and then talking about local tournaments and national tournaments from all over the place. Their other podcasts mm-hmm. to raise awareness. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be pretty sweet. It's uh, Aaron Allen and. Chad Laubacher, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the, the trick with that, we're looking into some things, because I want to make sure it's not pulling from the same RSS feed as us, because that drives me crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> putting one cast on uh, on my pod, 
podcasting app and suddenly having 14 casts and it's the worst. So, um, but otherwise we'll be happy to have those guys around. It will be sweet. The slow march of expanding progress. (laughs) Manifest destiny. Um, yeah. Uh, also, we've got uh, just a little news from Broken Egg. They're actually going to be at uh, Las Vegas Open. Oh, Las Vegas Open, however you pronounce that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah should, was, there, he's having a little booth there, right? You go snag. Work just like last year. Yeah. Last year, I got to see the Circle Tokens in person, and so day two, I walked <clears> into the hall and bought Circle Tokens, and Chandler and I destroyed our fingernails getting the backing off. You know. I know, and his backing isn't nearly as bad as the the stuff from some places. Um, but knocking out those entire sets is like a process for sure. Um, that's always a lot of fun. I remember doing that. Yep, good times back in the you know was op days. Back in the yeah. day. So today we're gonna be talking a little bit about the uh, America Team Championship, um, which will be. Neat. Uh, so anybody who doesn't know a little bit about what that is, um, <clears throat> DTC is a big, uh, kind of WTC style, WTC style team event that, uh, has been happening every year. Yep. Well, this is the second year. Right. Right. It's, but it's, uh, intended to be an annual thing. Um, anybody can, you know, you get a five man team together, you, uh, do their sign up process and everything. Anybody can do it. And, um, yep. You just gotta get there and, and play your games. It's like WTC, just um a little bit less travel for us uh, us in the United States. Um and then it's uh the winner of that actually goes to WTC, don't they? Yeah, so the way it works is that the team that wins, uh all five of them, if they're from rephrase. The team that wins, if they are all American like United States of America citizens, are qualified as team three of whatever the USA sends out that year. Yeah. And then they're also running simultaneously a solo Masters event, and the winner of that is one of the other ten. So he fills in slot five on the second team or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. I went last year. It's really good. Dark Legacy himself runs the event, which is really scary, because when you call a judge, you're just like, oh, you make the rules. <laughs> well, he interprets the rules. Yeah. But, for all of yeah. us to follow like gospel. Um yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what that is. Um they do it in where where are they doing it again? I need to look. Yeah. Say again? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, that's it. Okay. So yeah, you can head up that way in January. <laughs> Last year it was in March and it was still like twenty two degrees outside at night. Yeah. Yeah, January will be wonderful. I bet. I do not plan on leaving the hotel. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably reasonable. That is probably reasonable. So, yeah, and of course we've got uh, Jaden, we've got Brett going. I will not be there, sadly, but, yeah. I mean, you won't be, but you'll be there consoling me every time I lose. Um, probably. That's probably reasonable. I think I actually might end up at a tournament that same weekend. <laughs> Just oh, a, really? Yeah, just a local one. I think they're running one. Um, but, yeah. So, that's what the ATC is. But we wanted to kind of go over, so uh, just the other day, they had the lists all got submitted, locked in, everything. Uh, we got the scenarios. Um, and, yeah, so we have a full uh, team roster showing all of the lists for every team. 
um, which is pretty cool. And we just kind of wanted to go over just the teams and what's going on there. Uh, but the first thing is kind of a general overview. Uh, we've got the actual like breakdown of what factions are actually in the ATC, and it's a pretty neat little chart. It's like a wonderfully cut little pie. Yeah, it, <clears> it's and it's massively different than uh, the WTC was. Yeah. Um, first one, two, three, four, five. The first five factions are all within one, two players of each other, like from the top to the next one, and then it's like. The next one, two, three, four, five are all within two players of each other as well, and it's not even like a huge jump. It's yeah. Great. Yeah, it's pretty well evened out. There's uh, and then you've got the the less played ones. You got you know minions, uh, legion, <laughs> which is interesting, and uh, and convergence being the least played faction, which isn't really surprising, not from a power level standpoint, but they've always been a a less represented faction. Um, but, Personally, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that because Convergence is one of the few factions that I think I'll have a hard time with. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's a pretty it's a pretty evened out overview, generally speaking. There's, there's a couple little outliers, but this is this is the most uh really probably the most even faction spread I've seen in any like event near this scale, you know. Yep. Um so to need a need a little breakdown, seeing how how the game's kind of balancing out over time. Well, and, and the more interesting thing out of that is, like, I'm popping open the tabs that show me, like, all the different casters in each one, and none of them except for... Hold on, I'm going to confirm this before I spell my mouth off. So, the the limited factions obviously have less. Convergence only has three casters represented. But everybody else has, like, at least seven different casters being played, yeah. which is a lot. Like, right. A wide pool of things being played here. Yeah. Yeah. Like seven to like twelve or fifteen casters in every faction being played, which is absurd. Because like not only is the the faction balance nice, but the interfaction balance seems good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For uh, we're we're starting to see a lot more just a lot more varied stuff, and I, I think there's. There's a good handful of things that go into that. There's obviously, like, CID process for some factions. The nature of SR 2017 as well um, mm-hmm. means there's it, it evens some matchups out uh, in some kind of interesting ways and puts some casters into a better spot. And um, Even the addition of, like, if you're actually expecting, you know, like... Um, if you're expecting it, because this isn't often done, but if you're actually expecting the event to see things like clouds actually being used as terrain, like some casters get more interesting, you know, casters with wind blast and things like that. Or, like, there's lots of random little bits of tech that you can pull from interesting parts of, of factions to actually kind of um, play into things these days. So it's it's pretty, uh, it's an interesting breakdown. Um, team events are always kind of a an interesting breakdown. Um, sometimes there can be sort of weird reasons for certain things being brought, but uh, overall it's just such a huge sample size as well, so um, you get no, kind of an is, interesting breakdown. I think it's the first case of Mark III as it was intended to be, and this is really promising. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, and, and you look at, you know, like I mentioned, like Legion being quite low, right, but they're the next ones slated up for, like, a bunch of new stuff, you know, like it's it's good timing for them. Um, yeah, we'll we'll finally kind of get them into a, a more interesting spot, and uh, yeah, so yep, 
Still going through all those fun CID cycles. But we kind of wanted to just go through and look at teams, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the plan. Uh, yeah. We'll finding. Well, so if anybody wants to see all of this, uh, if you look up America's Team Championship um, on Facebook, they have a page. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the current profile image is the most Wisconsin Warjack you could ever have. Um, <laughs> covered in cheese wheels and cheese wedges. Uh, so you will definitely notice it. And, um, you'll be able to find really, really quickly. It's the top post. As of recording, it's the top post on, on their page. But, uh, if it's not, it should be pretty early and, on. Um, we'll include the link in the, uh, show notes as well. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So there, there's a, a conflict chamber list, basically, of just everything. Because conflict chamber has, uh, been doing that kind of thing. That's great. Um, so it gives you a breakdown of everybody and it's in alphabetical order and that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So first team we've got is a fine rosé. Okay. So I, I actually have to tell the story of this team name cause I was there. Oh, okay. Um, this is the privateer press team. This is all of these people are privateer press employees. Right. Uh, but it's TACX. They, we were, uh, TACX is hosted at a university in Kamloops, BC, Canada. And, uh, they opened up like the student bar for us the first night. And, um, Will Pagani, Jeff Olson, and several of the other fine employees of Privateer Press, um, dumped like four pitchers of red, crappy, crappy red wine into four pitchers of crappy, crappy white wine, called it a fine rose, and then proceeded to use it as the punishment for losing little bets all night. It was you had to have a glass of that. That sounds about right. It was pretty So now they're gonna, now they're gonna distribute that across the, uh, the ATC. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is the this is the privateer press stacked. Um, this is the one, of course, that will win every game because nobody can uh, beat the employees. You just can't. Basically, you just can't have it happen. Uh, so they've got um, their breakdown. The thing about uh, with, with a, a privateer press team, the the faction breakdown and just overall composition might be kind of interesting because I expect they just played whatever they felt like. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm sure there was some talking, but um, at the end of the day, like, their their job isn't to come in as, you know, hard competitive as they can. Um, so, and, and they usually just kind of are excited about whatever they're playing, in, in my experience. So, um, they've got uh, currently Legion, right? Retribution. Yep. Two Grimkin and a Crix. Uh, which is a perfectly functional bunch of stuff. Two Grimkin, I think, is totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I expect absolutely. we will see that on on more than one team um, because you just can't. You know, it's like we've said in the past, right? Like Grimkin just don't like they have very very few like genuinely bad matchups. They're not necessarily a slam dunk into very many things, but just very very few bad matchups. So it's like yeah, I mean, you go play War Machine. That's all it is. And there's only yeah. three Abby Two players in the entire event. So like right. the one so, man that we've got isn't really there. Yeah, so like two Grimkin, even though you're having to like dig through like most of their caster roster, that's fine because every option is great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just gonna have two. You're gonna have two games that you know are just gonna be solid, like solid skill matchups, you know, at least. Well, um, I mean, Will Pagani is one of the Grimkin players, so, like, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then Jeff Olson is the TO at, uh, or he was the TO at Mark Sporting House in Bellevue. And he's yeah. another exceptionally good player, so I think, I think this team is actually going to be really scary. Brendan Roy is a really good player. Jordan Lamb's a really, really good player. Like, 
I don't know who Jack Coleman is, but all four of those other guys I've played against and played like watch watch them play, and they're all really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Will's running Double Bump in the Night. It looks like he's got Heretic Wanderer. Um, yeah, and he's got no Dread Rots. It makes me so sad. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he has heavies. No, he has a Cage Rager in the Wanderer really? list. So that's his one heavy between his two lists. Um, I love how it, I love how his lists read. By the way, it's wonderful. So you have the battle groups, right? And then this is both lists: Alish, <laughs> Glimmer Imp, Lord Longfellow, two max units of Hollow Men with Lantern Men, and then it changes. But it's only well, because the Madcaps are above yeah. Nayslayers in the alphabet. So you have two units of Nayslayers and a unit of Twilight Scissors. So the differences between these two lists is there's Madcaps in the Heretic one. And there's a Cage, and there's a Cage Rager in the Wanderer one. Yeah. And... I could fit both of these lists in, like, two phones. <laughs> I know. And you know what? It's fine. <laughs> like, like, that's... That's going to be vicious with the Wanderer, and that's going to be perfectly vicious with the Heretic, so... Seems I've got that exact Wanderer list. Like, it is a brutal list. Yeah, and, and I actually... So, a lot of people wouldn't necessarily go totally... I haven't seen a lot of people go totally in on, like, the double Holloman idea with Heretic. I know that in CID, I really liked Holloman with him because he could make them crack heavies, like in Melee. Like, the... <laughs> You're yeah. just like, uh, well, all right, Reckoning and Fury, and now they're just like smashing things, and nobody expects the Hollow Men charge, right? Oh, for sure. At yeah. uh, at War Machine weekend, I had a guy play Double Siege Enemy Terrorist into me, and I was playing Heretic Double Hollow Men, and so his Enemy Terrorist comes in, kills like six Dreadrots, and then repositions closer to my Hollow Men, which then proceed to get Fury and murder it. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. And then the other uh, Grimkin is a Dark Menagerie Dreamer and uh, Bump of the Night, uh, King of Nothing. The King of Nothing list is basically Will Pagani's list, except that there's Dreadrots instead of uh, Gorehounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like pretty much that. Um, yep. uh, but with King of Nothing running it. And then uh, Dreamer seems pretty like close to the direction I usually see with her, which is... It's a 2K. little weird because he's only playing three Gremlin Swarms, and he's instead putting in a max unit of Dreadrots, but I think that's really smart from yeah. a scenario perspective. Yeah. But it's like a, I mean, it's a, it's a Death Knell with two of each of the heavies, and a Frightmare, and Krabbits yeah, and Gremlin it, Swarms. It's totally playable. And some Dreadrots. The, yeah. uh, the Legion pairing reminds me of, like, three months ago, four months ago, because it's Fiona's Tooth Agrosh mm, one. Yeah, Fiona's Tooth Agrosh, yep. Yeah. But the Thagrosh one list is really cool. It's got all three of the character heavies that you can play in the Children of the Dragon theme force. For sure. It's like my old Sevy one list. And, yeah. uh, the, the Fiona 2, I mean, the thing with Fiona 2 in a WTC format, too, is you can just, you can shove her into just factions that just don't deal with her well. Um, yep. you know, I know some people have been a little down on Legion, but, like, Fiona's still nasty if you're not ready you know like if if you're not ready for it um and i got the ret which has uh ossian and Assyria. uh i can't speak much about ossian because i just don't see him these days um he seems fine (laughs) (laughs) and he's playing in the fast halbs theme so sure yeah just a lot a lot of alberdeers in your face and then Assyria running uh looks like dawn guard um, which is reasonable. That's just going to hit like a truck, right? Like that's he's got that's Marshall Hydra thing going on, which is yeah. also cool. Yeah. So what that what that list is going to do is it's going to kill all your things. Like your things have yeah. armor, and it's going to kill them all. Um, <laughs> Crix, uh, Scar One, Dark Host. Um, 
with uh, yep. Bane Riders and Wraith Engine, a bunch of stalkers and stuff. Scar One Dark Host. And uh, a Gorshade One Black Industries. Which is yeah, amazing. I like this list a lot. I do too. Yeah. yeah I like Gorshade One a lot. Right? He still has what? Shadow Pack. Yeah, I believe so. I believe that's the the purpose Gross. there. So, uh-huh. yeah. So that's probably your press team. Yep. Yeah, we'll probably spend slightly less time on uh, a lot of teams because this will run for two hours if we keep talking about them this way. Um, yeah. Uh, next one down, we have Battle Driven. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so. A, yeah, it's it's a pretty good layout. It's got Grimkin, Scorn, Signar, Mercs, and Circle. Like that seems like a really gross faction spread. Um, the, the one that I'd like to talk about out of this list, and I think I'm probably just going to pick one or two from each team now, mm. um, is that he's running Xerxes 2 with 2, 4, 6, 7 Archidons and Tiberian. Um, and this just makes me happy and terrified in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, they're what? They're speed 7 base, right? Um, so they, they're fast. <laughs> <laughs> They're real fast when they have field marshal plus two speed, right? What was yeah. that? And they've got long leash, so they're like... Right, yeah. Although it doesn't matter, because everyone's in his control area, but yeah. Um, for one turn. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that's interesting about this list is that it really actually kind of hard counters Nemo 3. They're all right. into electricity. Mm. I was actually like, thinking about that earlier. I was like, I wonder if anybody's going to drop just like all the Archduns into Nemo 3 lists and it'll just be funny. Um, although I think, honestly, I think if you see this as Nemo 3, you're just like, well, I guess, <laughs> guess I'm not dropping that. Unless you think you can kill Xerxes. That's really what that comes down to is, can I kill Xerxes? Um, the, the other list that I thought was interesting is there's the, their Signar player is playing a non-themed Signar list to run Brickhouse with Haley 2. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not sure what to think. That's really cool, but I don't know if that's worth it. Right, it's it's so hard to tell because I I understand what he's going for there, right? Like that's a that's quite a control um, yeah. combination, but it's like, is it worth it? And the the data will tell, I guess, because <laughs> I can't say for sure whether it is or not. Because there are some combos that are probably like in the realm of worth, like breaking theme, but it's always hard to say. You know, it's always really really hard to say. Um, I get that with Eye of Truth and Protector a lot, where you're like, well, he's real good with this guy. So. Yeah, it's a really cool, it's a really cool list. It reminds me a lot of classic Haley 2. Yeah. you got the Double Express team, and then a Storm Strider, and Anastasia the Bray. It's a really, really cool list. I like it quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, just a bunch and, of tools, uh, right? Like, just options. and Gets things gets things done. we got a Cross 2 list in Mercs. Yep. Cross tooth, cross tooth, Texas. This is like my kind of Mercs pair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's just like out of nowhere. Love it. Yeah. Yep. I uh, personally, I don't really care about cross two because I'm just like I will drop double Holloman into you and you'll yeah, be sad. right. But. Um, I mean that's honestly, I'm looking at this cross two Texas one. Like, Lord, if he dropped the city, it would be hell on earth. Oh um, yeah, he would. He would have a nightmare of a of a match. Right, like trying to just stop the Hollow Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my guys are shield guards. That's fine. I was trying to just kill them anyway. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. Um, 
Yeah, they've got a then they've got a, a Grimkin, Double Dark Menagerie, it's just a heretic child. Uh, it's just all it's a lot of beasts. It's uh, two Dark Menagerie lists. They look yeah, it'll they'll smash you. It's kind of like two like armor crackers that just <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Although it looks like heretic's got like the front. Yeah. And uh, his child list is like the triple skin and bones build that I've been advocating with the child. Yeah. Um, so they're both scary, but I mean they're Grimkin, so yeah, we expect that. Yeah. Yep. And then just right. uh, Una two Bradicus. Yep. And we'll touch on that later, probably, but that's a pairing that is very common this this particular event. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got Beast Handlers. Sure do. Um, they've got an Emo 3 player, so I automatically don't want to play against this team. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nemo 3 Cray. Um, Nemo 3 Cray is actually, like, in the realm of, like, the hell matchup for me, because I, I can create really jank ways to, like, fight, like, Nemo 3, Haley 3, and it's not great, but, like, it works, but then you, like, throw Cray or, like, Striker 2 in there instead of Haley, and it's like, oh. <laughs> like, it's all over. Yep. And, uh, Interestingly enough, um, he's gone with a Reliant instead of a third Firefly with Nemo, which I think is an interesting choice. I'm not sure if I mm. like it all that much. And he's playing a minion or the Sword Knights, which I'm also like, is that just for scenario probably? It's probably a scenario play. That that list is no the the one the one like small weakness of the, the Nemo three heavy heavy metal builds is they they have next to no scenario presence. Yeah. Um they just kill you so fast it doesn't matter, but if if you're trying to if you're concerned about that at all, then I, I, I can understand throwing those in. Um so I guess that makes makes sense. It makes it I I would rather fight this list than many Nemo three lists just because it's just the more uh spread the net, you can probably win on scenario just by having a flag. Yeah. Um yeah, and so uh just the less uh, Electro Leaps and Storm Generators there are, the happier I am, so... Yeah, down yeah. with it. Um, Baldur 2, Una 2, out of circle. Uh, Baldur 2 is yep. double Woldrath, Megalith. Um, it's an armor brick. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, Una 2 is a whole lot of griffins. Two purebloods, which is kind of cool, but yep. Yeah. And uh, then you got double Cricks, which is uh, Terminus 1, Denegro 1, Dark Host lists. Um, this terminus list makes me so happy. It's a lot of main knights. <clears throat> yeah. This yeah. guy clearly played in Mark Two. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh I mean this is two this is two uh Bane based infantry swarms. Is they just do it a little bit differently. Um It's pretty much pretty much what this one comes down to. <laughs> um and I really like Storm Flares pairing. Yeah, the Mortal 2 Disciples of Agony list is something that I've been kind of wanting to explore myself, simply because all I need to run to buy to play it is like Beast Handlers, Bloodrunners, and Mortal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that looks sweet. Double Double Brigands with Mortal 2 is legit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I fought against Mortal 2 Brigands before, and when you're all blind, Brigands just shoot things to death. It's great. Um, and then yeah, Makeda. With with a lot of swordsmen. Twenty, thirty, forty. 44. Yeah, he's got like 50 guys on the table. Yeah, like this, this is not this is not the double cats. This is the all the dudes. <laughs> yep. All the dudes. Uh, the other cricks uh, is a uh, Scar One Dark Coast, um and Asphyxia's One Ghost Fleet. 
which is Fixia One, Fixia eh, Gaspy One. I'll say it that way. Gaspy One Ghost Fleet is uh, it's the Crix Denny One Ghost Fleet drop. Mm-hmm. Um, among other things, it handles some other things well. He just randomly has the little bit of RFP, uh, and then uh, the nature of his feet for clearing chaff infantry is kind of absurd. So, um, if you have bad armor, looking at you, <laughs> Ghost Fleet Pirates, uh, you will you will die to his feet. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of dudes die. Uh, and then we've got the Bob and the Not Bobs. <laughs> Which is of course yeah. led by Bob, who plays Gator. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested in his lists or the Crick's lists, they're pretty standard. Um mm. but I am interested in this retribution player who's got Kalissa with five harpies. Yeah, that seems good. And two AFGs, like good grief. Yeah, that looks like a nightmare. I don't need that anywhere near my life. <laughs> I have a hard enough time with Kalissa, double AFG and um yeah, I don't need all that. Yeah, pretty cool list. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Assyria with lots of just things in it. Like <laughs> looking at this list is like, well, that is a menagerie of different stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Himera, two sirens, Ilara with a harpy, Lanissa, Narn, Nis, Mage Hunter infiltrators, more infiltrators, spears with Syra. Yeah, that's just a that's a that's a toolbox with a lot of little pew pew in it. A yep, lot of stuff a, going on. Nemo 3 Cray player, which is fine, and then a Butcher 3 Plaid 1 player. So, pretty standard team with a really cool Retribution player. Yeah. I mean, the double Kator is something of note. Um, Kator's not been super popular lately, but uh, I think, I mean, a team format will bring them out, for one, because uh, you can try to get them to avoid Cricks. And if you can avoid Cricks and have a good pairing, Kator's pretty much good into whatever. <laughs> um for the most part, uh, so that's good to see. And then also that there may be there, there may be a few people crossing their fingers for the the Denny nerf <laughs> before LVO as well, but or before yeah, ETC. At this point. I I doubt it will, but yeah. Um, next one we've got down is Dull Cheddar. Yeah, um, I really really like that. Once somebody has the cojones to play Jarl Skull in this tournament. That makes me so happy. I think they got double tr- double trolls. He's got Skull Gunbjorn. This guy's uh, killing it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. His Skull list is double long riders. Like, I'm in love. Yeah. I cannot tell much this list makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, you're you're delivering long riders behind a cloud wall. It's essentially what's going on yeah. here, right? And then yeah. behind those long riders is a unit of champs with Scaldi. Like, this will murder the world. And if you don't need the cloud wall, you can use the... Because he's still... Uh, feet still lets you move through stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, you remember um, that classy. game we played in Mark II? And oh, you're yeah. like, you you are screwed. And I was like, I feet and my stuff moves through each other. And you're like, oh, I know. I, am. I I set up I set up this beautiful like setup, and you were just like, eh, no. There you go. <laughs> right, I didn't know what that caster did, because because <laughs> nobody knew what he did at that point. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, Circle two got Eric running uh, Baldur two and a two. Um, yeah. Oh, what's Merc? What's Merc's doing? Magnus Two Ostrom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The, uh, yep. Pairing. It's stuff. Uh, and uh, their Legion running Thagosh One Epsilonia Two. Very, very solid pairing. Um, Keep me away from that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is, Although, if you if you need a Grimkin drop. <laughs> yeah. Keep me away from that. That list is that list is basically Kryptonite for me. It's true. <laughs> 
It is true. Um, I don't know what the name of this team is. It's an explicative and then Steve. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. I wonder if it's in reference to their scorn player, Steven. <laughs> Probably. Poor guy. <laughs> so they've got two cool things on their team as far as I can see. One of them is that they're playing Jalam, which is great, yes. but awful because Jalam is a boss. I know. Um, With like Archidons and Cyclops. Yeah. And, yeah. So. Mm. and the other one is that they've got a minions player, yeah. uh, which, which is neat. Because Barnabas 1 is great. But their Barnabas 1 list is really strange. He's got Rorsch in it with a Splatterbore. Okay. I mean, alright, I guess that's another gun, right? But wouldn't a gun board just be better? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, this is, this looks like, um, to be honest, this Barnabas 1 looks like a, a, an attempt at a Chaos 1 pop and drop type list. That's pretty much, that's it's good. just like, it, it's just a bunch of varied guns. It's, it's kind of, Kind of what it's got in there, which um, I'll admit I, I like Brett's style a little bit more, where it's a little more of a generalist, like mm-hmm. melee slash ranged kind of setup. Um, but uh, that said, like it's I mean, just like with Krios, like you knock a bunch of stuff down and shoot it, and, like stuff dies. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you've got two spitters, Targ, um, Alton, an effort scout, and then Rorsch uh, has a gun, and the Spider Boar's got a gun. And the Sacro Vault and the Nissan's all have guns. And, and Brian is a gun. <laughs> he's a gun. <laughs> he's just, he's just a gun. Um, yeah, and then, and then Rask, right? So you're looking at two lists that have the potential to basically just like time walk armies. And, yeah. uh, I mean, Rask is really, really good. Um, I'm kind of glad to see him on there because I feel like a lot of people have like forgotten about him because there's all these new shiny things, but like Rask is still the warlock I'm most concerned about in minions. Like, he's, yeah. he's a beast. Like, he's really, really good. He always has been, so. <clears throat> can't really can't really go too wrong with some rask. Yeah. Um we have uh <laughs> I like the striker one list with no models in it. <laughs> uh yes. Uh Hurricane <laughs> Stormwall <laughs> Squire <laughs> Junior Charger Storm Strider. Yep. Uh I mean And there's not even that much in the Haley 2 list either. <laughs> It's pretty. No. I mean, there's more models because there's like a unit in there, but it's Hammersmith, Ironclad, Ironclad, Thorn Squire, Jake's Ironclad, Mechanics, two Storm Striders. Like, these are this guy. This guy is this guy's packing light. <laughs> I don't know how this pairing wins on Spread the Net or on a Standoff. I just don't. Uh, it's hard. I mean, Haley Two will always like have. Some scenario game, right? But just by yeah. nature, but um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think they're just like I'm gonna shoot things, and and really like with striker, it's it's you're just gonna feet and be in their face, and so it just yeah. depends. Depends on what you're fighting. You're you're looking at specific list types with that one. That that looks like a signar player. They're really wanting to like shoehorn into particular matchups. Probably. Yeah. Uh. Then we have one of the terrors. <laughs> yeah. Florida meta. Yeah, with uh, Brandon Andrews, who is the Lock and Load Masters winner and the War Mission Weekend Invitational winner. Yep. Yeah. And he's not running any of the usual stuff, awful. though. Yeah. Scar 1 double Earth Engine list. Yep. 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 And then uh, Gatsby 1 Scourge of the Broken Coast, which is fun. A whole bunch of statistics. I fought against um, 
this uh, exact list? No, not exactly this, but pretty close to this exact list once, and it's pretty, uh, it gets work done. Uh, it will blend infantry, like absolutely blend infantry. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and with Parasite, it'll even do a, nice, a decent job on heavies, too. Yeah, it, it does perfectly good damage, too, right. Um, yeah, so, I mean... Yeah. Piloted by one of the best Crix players seems fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm well, sure they have a conversion sure player, great. which is just awful. Yeah, Lucant Axis. Although the Axis isn't going all in on Galvanizers, so. <laughs> I mean, it's got two taps. <laughs> right, which means it actually just. It's like, instead of just pushing you around, I'll just kill all your stuff. It's fine. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, of these players are really strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, the Retribution all in on the new lights. <laughs> his, yep. his jacks are entirely harpies and sirens. <clears throat> and uh, it looks like it's the House Guard nonsense and the Dawn Guard nonsense. Just two versions of similar nonsense. Yep. So it's dudes uh-huh. that will kill you in different ways. It's good times. Yep. That was, God, though, that was Alara too. <laughs> Hi, <Yep>. I'm here. <clears throat> This is where I live now. Yeah. Uh, Kador, Karchev, Old Witch 2. Um, Doom Scar- Reavers. Karchev with a bunch of jacks and Old Witch with a bunch of Doom Reavers. Yep. Seems good. Yeah. They like uh, getting delivered under Stormwall, it turns out. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. And then we've got Amon and Testament, which is basically what I expect from non Chandler Miloff players right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, the Ammon looks a lot like the kind of more mid-ground um, Ammon stuff I've wanted to play. Sanctifier is kind of an interesting choice in there, but you'll, you know, you lose some choir every so often, mechanics and stuff like that, so uh, you can get a couple souls on them. Helps out with the focus efficiency quite a bit, and Sanctifier loves synergy, so... Because um, yeah. his stats are not great, but if you can fix it, it's this uh, testament list is interesting because it got vendors in it, which I think is yeah. He he dropped um, one of the errant units in favor of vendors, which uh, I think is reasonable. And he's um, also got a, an officer on every single unit of Knights Exemplar, which is probably better than not. Oh yeah, I'll make you smash things. Um, they, my only my only deal with the vendors being there is it makes you weaker to RFP. Then mm-hmm. the errant, double errant style goes. Um, but with a WTC format where you can focus yourself into certain matchups a little bit better, I could see going that direction instead. Oh, um, so I think that's reasonable. It it also gives a um, it gives an armor cracking out for um, uh, magic armor buffs, which higher claimer doesn't usually have because uh, you have the, the blessed on the vendors. I mean, you have you've always got the Blessed bows from the errants, but uh, those don't really those aren't great against heavies. Um, so gives you a little bit of like a defensive upkeep out, which is neat. It's reasonable. It's reasonable. Yep. And they've got a uh, one uh, alt right with Kurt. Um, yep. Running Balder one secret masters and Balder two call of the wild. Uh, weirdest circle pairing <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I've seen. Yeah. Not to say it's yeah, it bad, because I don't know, because I don't know anything about that faction anymore, but it's definitely well, different. Raptor on Una, so it's basically what Tom Juan was playing last year. Yeah, yeah. Got Lord of the Feast in there, because he's, he's, uh, he's worth free. Yeah, for sure. 
then the Florida Meta B squad. I know nothing about these guys. Yeah, Rias one, Fiona two. Seems good. Yeah. Like yeah, it. seems reasonable. Uh, Amon Krios two. Krios two has a little bit of a following. Um, I don't understand it, but he does have one. No, his uh, okay. So, Krios two one obliterates Fiona. <laughs> yeah, he's real good against Fiona. Um, he's real good against some some very particular things. Uh, like really good against some some very specific things. He's also just the most boring caster that I'm aware of. <laughs> He has an amazing uh, feat, and that's about it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he will get work done. That This will smash armor as well, just through sheer number of Weapon Master attacks. Um, you feat and many feat with Knight's Exemplar, and each one's going to come at you with a Signs Importance charge, and then a Signs Importance regular attack, and it'll just crush things. Um, yep. So... Yeah. Chris too. Somebody. Not 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 exactly bad. He just he has his matchups. Um some people really, really like him, so it's just not my style, they're, I guess. But their their Crix player took the gamble and put Denny One Ghost Fleet in, and uh I think it's gonna pay off because yeah, there's not any indication that that's gonna get nerfed before this event, so Yeah. I mean that'll that'll be fine. Um Yeah, I mean considering that we're into F in the alphabet, and that's the first time we've seen Denny One Ghost Fleet. Um what a world, huh? <laughs> um, and then Scar 1, Dark Host, double Wraith Engine. Kills yep. your stuff. <laughs> Kills everything you love. Uh, we got uh, Makeda 2 and Arasheth 1. Of course, Arasheth 1, because he doesn't have an epic, but I want to see what epic Arasheth looks like. Because um, he's so huge. I know. The fattest. The fattest thing. He's got Venator Cannon Crews in the Arasheth list. Actually, vicious under a chef. Like, it, a lot of artillery is better than people give it credit for, and Venator stuff always just does better than I expect it to. Um, the but, thing I, mean, I am always confused about is the lack of a UA on the slinger. Oh, never mind; those are slingers, not reavers. Yeah, uh, I was like, I was like, there is not one of those that I'm aware of, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, Makeda Two Masters of War. Uh, if you want to RFP things and do a lot of damage and play a bunch of cats, that's what you play. Yep. Uh, what's the other score? Uh, Xerxes 1, Hexorus 2. Okay, I don't even know what to think about that, because I don't know what... <laughs> I know what Makeda and Rashath do. I don't, I don't know much about Xerxes 1 or Hexorus. Xerxes 1 didn't change much. He's still just... I have Defender's Ward and I beat you to death. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I like this list very much, to be honest. It doesn't come for very much of the table, and... Like... Eh, I don't know. So I mean, you put just... you put Tiberian in a list, you're losing a lot of models. <laughs> that, guy, that guy is pricey. Boy, yeah. does he kill things, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you've got the unit of Satrati, which can kind of just get somewhere and be there. Uh, Legends of Halak, kind of similar in a different way. Um, I don't know. I've played against almost this list a bunch of times now, and it's just yeah. like, the Satrati end up getting out-threaded by half the table, yeah. and then, like, the swordsman died of well, shooting on the face. I mean, C- Satrati, Satrati have always been out-threat by everything, though. They just, they're pretty tough. Yeah, well, the difference—the difference is that that five boxes or just eight boxes. Is it's true. Huge. No, it's true. Um, no, definitely. Uh, but I mean, like Sacred Ward defensive, or is it Spell Ward or is it Sacred Ward now? Ward now. Okay, that's good. Okay, I was like, is that still the same? Um, I mean, they get reasonably tough, but yeah, I get it. Still better than Bastions. Yeah. That is 
Not wrong. <laughs> um, let's jump down to Gresham Gravy Train. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think there's only two lists in here that I want to talk about. We probably need to speed things up a little bit because we're running a bit long this, already. This might go two-parter. Um, um, their Thyra list is sweet. Oh, let me look. I'm always yeah. down for that. The double bringer. Uh, Double dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen this list style. I really want to play it. Um, especially because I own two units of Flamebringers and haven't played them both in one list yet. Um, yeah, this is really, really similar to, to Double Flamebringer style. I, I've, I've had a really hard time stepping away from Double Flame, Double Temple Flame Guard. Um, mm-hmm. because if you do that, you don't. If you do Double TFGW Flamebringers, you get like basically nothing else. Um, but I like that with, I like Rupert in there. Um, I understand why he's there. Uh, Pyrrhus and Asia, that's your two free Guardians of the Temple solos you take every time. <laughs> um, cause they're not necessarily always worth their points, but they're always worth free. Um, yeah, no, this looks really solid. Uh, I, I, I'll probably give a, give a list like this a run. I haven't thought about double daughters, but I should have more. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's really I, good in the current environment. Yeah, yeah. I think the only reason I haven't, I don't think about them much is, uh, I only own one unit, but, um, I need to play around with that idea, cause daughters are really, really good. Um, they, they get passed over for a lot of protector players thinking, uh, but they're, they're just a really, they're a very good unit, especially with vengeance. Okay. To like, to like extrapolate on that, they've got two attacks each, and they've got anatomical precision. So they straight up ignore tough, and they're always doing one point. So like, they would slaughter the double temple flame guard mirror, mm-hmm. just like on their own. They would just eat through that entire unit of TF, like both units of TFG, no problem. Um, yeah. And like into things like my Grimkin lists, I'm actually kind of scared of that fire list. Like, yeah. ugh, two units of daughters. Like, I don't know if I can kill enough of them before they get to me to like matter. Yeah, I mean, you probably do with um, Hollow Men, but sure, but then I'm not shooting a Flamebringer. So. Right, and then the Flamebringers kill you, right? And it's and that's what that's the the type of list I really like for delivering things, which I've said before. It's just the threat saturate like threat threat saturation delivering, yep. where it's like, no, I can't keep anything alive, but he has to pick what dies, you know, <laughs> and and all the options are bad, kind of, and so yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, and then it's a uh, looks like a Vindictus. Uh, interdiction, um, it's more or less what you would expect. Well, okay. Are there Vengers in this list? No. No. He just, okay. So Gravis is just like a super solo guy. I mean, really, he's there for the Seneschal, so you don't need Vengers with him. They don't do anything with him, but, um, okay. Oh, okay, there it is. Errants. I was like, there's gotta be like a unit in here I'm missing. I couldn't find it. So it's the, he's got a unit of Errants in there, which, Mm -hmm. with no CA, which is fine. Um, I hate that CA. It's, it's okay, but I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so bad. Um, there's a lot of time on that one, but uh, they've got a Denny One Coven with Scourge of the Broken Coast in both lists, which is interesting. Yeah, it's a really good uh, Makeda, Trolls, and Grimkin answer. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought Kane too, so hats off to you, sir. Um, I read on the Center Facebook that he's unplayable. I 100% disagree. And then, and then they're but, waiting, at, and they're waiting on a buff for him. Whatever, keep waiting. <laughs> He's a good caster. Um, and Nemo three with stuff that kills you. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the team is pretty standard list, but uh, those two stand out to me. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Hey, watch this with hey. 
a pretty standard lineup, except for somebody's playing Ashlyn, so I instantly want to talk a- about Ashlyn, that. Ashlyn Fiona. But, but, but their Ashlyn list actually takes advantage of, like, Gaston Cross 1 and a, mm. uh, Jack Marshall with a Mangler, yeah. which is sweet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, hitting a lot of directions with that one. He's running, of course, the objectively better, uh, faction, which is, uh, Protectorate. Now it's, to be honest, I think Signar is really, really good, um, for, for Lily's Resistance, but, um, it's kind of similar to what we had been playing around with, which was the idea of, like, Flamebringers and Choir, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> stuff, uh, hits real hard with, uh, Choir around, fun fact, especially when it wasn't designed with Choir in mind in the first place. Um, <laughs> Things yeah. die. Yep. So yeah, and so God, Flamebringers with Quicken, like the world does not need that. <laughs> I actually made that, and like I got to go first too. And where they, w- I couldn't actually run as far as they could run, or else they just get shot off the table. Yeah, you're just like enjoy 22 inches of running. <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like why? Yeah, uh, speed eleven units are okay. Yep, turns out uh, they have a two player. Okay, kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. It's the double raptors build, which I think is probably objectively the best way to do her right now. And they've yeah. got three bolt throwers. It's like basically her battle groove. Yeah, huh. seems good. Cool. It's, a, it's some pew pew. Yep. Uh, Kozlov, uh, old witch. Um, Kozlov's gonna armor brick up and hurt you. That's, yeah. that's, uh, he's, he's, he's a straightforward creature. Um, he does his thing. Uh, Old Witch 2, uh, looks like Legion of Steel. Is there just like, you could just take her and whatever, couldn't you? Right? He basically has like, no there... bad theme forces in Kador, that is correct. Well, but specifically like Old Witch 2 though, like, is there a way to build her that, like in Kador, right, that just, that doesn't work? Cause, um, you could no. run right, like you could run all jacks if you wanted, yep. and it would be fine. And you yep. can run all Iron Fangs, and it's fine. And you can run all the Doom Reavers, and it's fine. You know, it's like you could run all the Winter Guard, and that's great. You know, like <laughs> like any way you do. And it's just like Stormwall, and her ability to hand out focus, and like her the point. other, and like everything else is just gravy. Yeah, <laughs> like you know. Uh, talk about a, a cool. It, that didn't even really really occur to me till like just now. But I was just like, man, you just build her however the heck you want. Like that's kind of a fun caster. Like, well, and in Kator, she gets access to Reinhold in a couple of the games, so she gets mm-hmm. twice, which is mad. Yeah, I, I played against. He's, he's obviously got Reinhold in this one, and I played against that against the Doom Reaver list at one point. And um, I mean, the Doom Reavers were quite fightable, but like she was just a pain. <laughs> like she's just like, I'm just gonna blind like two chunks of your board every turn. You're like, oh god, make it stop. Um, yeah. and I got a minion. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. playing Sebi One Resnick Two, which would not normally be news, but their Resnick Two player has two indicters in his lists. Yeah, which is awesome. This is a this is a man who understands. He's running two vessels, which is interesting. I'm very yeah. curious what he's like. What what the the goal is with this one? Um, got Colby Sterling in there too. Oh, it's an additional mechanic. Yeah. Oh. I've never thought to use her with the double ju- double vessel stuff. Because you always end up with one vessel that gets kind of derped, because you tend to have one. two mechanics on one and one on the other. Um, yeah. So you have one that starts lagging behind. So, okay. All right. I'm down with this. I yeah, like this. Yeah, it's a very good one. Okay. I might have to try this. 
I'm reasonably on board. Um, <laughs> Sevi one in Guardians, which is something I've wanted to try. Uh, it's a little low on my totem pole of things I want to try out, but Sevi uh, one's kind of just good with whatever. So, <laughs> um, when and cleansers though, cleansers with plus one plus one are just like, <laughs> like um, if you have dudes, they're dead now. And uh, yeah. yeah, and they're also really annoying to kill in melee with Defender's Ward on them if you are living models. Yeah, with Cloak uh, of Ash. Or yeah, if you're trying know. to shoot them, right? With because um, they're only like Def 11, but they have Ash and Veil, and then if you can buff them up by two, like they're you know Def 15 and just all up in your business, and yeah. you layer them right, and they all just shoot each other to clear themselves off. You know, they're, they're a really cool unit. They're one I, I need to pick up, but Lord, are they financially expensive? Um, that is like a seventy-eight dollar unit or something. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. Um, and then a Rask one Maylock. Uh, Maylock. Yeah, the, the cool thing here is that the Rasklis has a Dracodile in it. So it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all in. <clears throat> yeah, he's. Uh, this is fairly simple. It's like just double posse. I mean, what you're doing is you're just like my posse are going to be in the way and my Dracodile's going to kill things. That's like. Well, it's also got the Bokur in there. So yes. like late game, mm-hmm. you're putting Fury on that thing, and that that unit will destroy. Oh yeah, I, the world. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you don't take at least one with Rask. Like it just. Well, if you're playing World War for food, you can't. So. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like. It's a relatively cheap unit that will, like, kill a Colossal if the game hits a certain oh, yeah. point, so... Well, and I mean, like, and the Dracodile fixes their accuracy problems, too. He mm-hmm. just blinds the thing they're going after, and it's like, oh, those those things are met nine now. Yeah. Uh, you, like, Fury and okay. CRA, and they're actually, like, hitting, like, reasonably hard, and you're like, uh, this is bad. <laughs> this is not good. Sure. Um, Maylock, uh, it looks like it's it's very similar to what Brett's been running, but uh, one less Gatorman Posse in favor of, looks like, some, like, some support stuff. Um, like Pendrake, uh, battle group's a little bit bigger. Um, I think it doesn't play to the strength as well. Yeah. Uh, but you get a little bit more options, I guess, so, uh, it'd be interesting yeah, to see how like, that plays out. I don't know, I think if you're playing Malak 1 and you're not playing 4 units of posse, you're probably not doing it correctly, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, and it's it's really early to say right now, but I will say like, man, that's a sweet warlock now. Like, uh huh, he's so cool. Gators yeah. are just really cool right now. I can't wait for Thornwall or uh, Thornfall to get their CID because if it's anything on the level of what uh, Blindwater got, then like that's a whole different faction at that point. <laughs> They're a whole whole new world of nonsense. Um. Yeah. Next one down, we got Land of Nice and Snow. I expect that uh, they're from Canada. <laughs> yeah, I played against uh, my team played against these guys last year. I think. Yeah, they. Okay. Um, what are they running? Grimkin Convergence Mercenary Scorn oh, Ret. This is this is the Grimkin player who's playing two, four, six, eight Gorehounds of Wanderer. Yeah, that's right. I love this guy. That's a lot of Gorehounds. I don't know what this fights exactly, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, so so he's got two units of red rots, with, which combined with the wanderer's ray actually at eleven inches, which is pretty good. Mm. And then he's got one skin and moans, and that's usually enough. And then like eight gorehounds will get in the way, and they're reasonably hard to kill. I think I think you're just looking at this and going like, what is the average like mat rat in your army? Is it like not amazing? Throw this down. <laughs> like that's probably sort of like. What you're going for at that point? Yeah, the water just sits in the middle and is like, um, do your thing. Yeah. yeah, um, 
And then you just got Old Witch just doing her thing, right? Uh, yeah, so, so this guy is not quite as all-in as I am. He doesn't have three units of Dread Rods. He's got a unit of Ace Slayers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's reasonable, but... Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I think it's, like, you know, far wussier, but... <laughs> hey man, he only had two. Uh, he only had two starter boxes. Okay, that's actually f- probably fairly accurate. <laughs> um, Convergence, Orion, Lucant. Uh, Orion's been the thing lately. I yeah. Uh, Aaron has been running the math for me on the casters that Lucant or that Orion cannot kill in the game on Max Camp, and the answer is basically the child. If I pop sacrifice, and that's it. Seems good. Yeah, it's a little terrifying. Seems alright. Uh, we got a Magnus 2 Damiano. Uh, Damiano, uh, running Kingmakers with all the trenchers and steelheads, which this actually looks very similar to a list I played against in really early Mark III. Um, I played against it with my Sevy 1 list, which that was a quite, this is really similar to that list, actually. It's yeah, like, I mean, it's the Kingmaker army, that's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, Kingmakers was out at that point, because this was at uh, LVO. Yeah, okay, it was, like, one of the only ones out. So, yeah, this is, I want to say he didn't have Madeline and something else, and I don't think the Rangers were there, there's something else, but this is, like, oh, he had um, he had a unit of Steelhead Calf, that's what it was. Ah. Uh, that, that's what was different. Um, yeah, I played against something very, very similar to this, and he didn't have, I think, the, the uh, Officer and Sniper on the infantry, but... um. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, so, yeah, that's neat. This Magnus 2 list with the five nomads and then the tons of mini units is one of the lists that I think the world is not prepared to handle. Yeah, I mean, it's just like deal with this, right? <laughs> like, it's so hard. All five nomads are getting advanced move, um, and then with escort, they're speed seven, so or not speed seven, but, you know, movement seven, so run twelve. Like, unless your army composition is very particular, like, his feet's just gonna, like, stop you from doing anything. Yeah, basically. It sucks. Mm Hmm. Should be alright. Uh, Scorn Player has way too many A's in his Warlock names. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Zadesh and Zal. Yeah, Zal 2, um... Playing his Zal 2 list. Oh yeah, he's playing his Zal 2 list. Um, yeah, yep. This is pretty much the list I want to play. Yep. It's, it's got a Feral Geist in it, which is a sweet little piece of scenario tech. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Zadesh 2 list is only running one Siege of Menterics, and has got a Bronzeback Titan instead. I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. Hmm. It's probably worse. Uh, probably. Like, you don't have as much guns. You can protect the Bronzeback yeah. with clouds a little bit better, <clears throat> but... Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, um, eh. I think just the, I mean, the brown, I, I guess it depends on the job you want to do, right? Yeah. Like, if it's just pure, like, pain output, then bronze back, right? But if, as far as, like, flexibility while still having really great output, um, the, uh, the, the Animantrax is a little more solid, but I don't know. Could be good. Uh, man, Retribution players love those new lights. That's because they're freaking ridiculous. I know. Kalis one with a bunch of lights and a bunch of Dawn Guard. And actually, you know what? I would happily play against this list. It doesn't have AFGs in it. I don't care. I'd play against <laughs> this pair. This this pair has no AFGs. I'm cool with it. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, no, I, this is uh, this is two uh, actually fairly extreme infantry swarms. 
Um, we've got uh, House Guard Halbs and Elowar Swordsman in one list. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kalissa. So I, I guess the, the Kalissa one isn't like an extreme infantry swarms because he's got the um, the sires with sirens on him, uh, which oh. is a really annoying sentence. Um, but uh, that's a lot of sirens, boy. And and then uh, and then Gorshade, yeah, with just Elowar Swordsman. Halberdiers, 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 they're all going to be up in your face, and... Yeah. The worst thing that you can do against this list is go second. Is go second, and, um... Yeah, you lose. (laughs) You're like, well, we've successfully jammed you into oblivion. Hope you brought Thyra and two units of daughters. Um, yeah. Uh, alright, let's talk about this next just trash team... And then we might we might cut this one here, and we'll bring Brad in for the second half uh, next week. Sounds good. Uh, LOS two war game. It's a bunch of just garbage, just terrible. <laughs> so bad, so bad. They're Grim Complayer, the worst. Um, <laughs> so this is LOS two war game. This is the combination of the uh, the L two war game guys and of course uh, Brett and Jaden. Um, so, Jaden, we've got you running your Grimkin lists, which I've talked to you about like 9,000 times, but I get asked about a lot. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Because um, uh, we got the old witch list, which is, of course, the Double Holloman, Triple Dreadrat, Three Frightmares. Three which, Frightmares, which is yeah. something that looks a little weird. Yeah. It's exactly your uh, battle group points. It is. And more importantly, um, I cannot understate how much damage Three Frightmares with Curse of Shadows will do to basically anything. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, for their points, yeah. Um, yep. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're just like, I'm going to cast Stormwall and deliver the crap out of all this and kill all your dudes with Hollow Men. Yeah. And you can't well, so shoot like, me back. So. And here's the thing, it's like, take an Arm 20 Heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Cast Shadows on it, shoot it with three Frightmares and boost damage. It's taking about 15 damage at that point, which means you need to charge it with three and a half Dreadrods to kill it on average dice. Yeah. It's like, Good. uh, okay... <laughs> Seems solid. And uh you've gone with Dreamer. I hadn't I um I hadn't seen exactly which which warlock you you decided on. Um did you choose Dreamer because she's like one of the best warlocks in the game or was there another reason? Um no that was basically it. I also <laughs> have about three times as many games with the Dreamer as I do with anybody else. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna take my dice tray with me this time and put my phantasms <clears throat> in it so I don't forget to spawn them on camera again. Yeah. I mean yeah. this is uh this is the list I borrowed from you. At Warm Show yep. Weekend. This is, I, I don't think anything's changed here. Um, looks, uh, identical. <laughs> it is, so. it is but It's, yes. uh, it's Dreamer with a battle group that'll kill your stuff. Yeah. Nailed it. Good job, um, team. yeah. And then we've got our, uh, Denny One Ghost Fleet Answer with Asphyxius. And, uh, then we've got a Coven Ghost Fleet, which is sweet. I like Coven Ghost Fleet quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett's playing his. Uh, so fun story. Um, Brett was Brett was all set <laughs> on his list, right? And he goes to get in conflict chamber, and he's like, "Oh, uh, they won't let me put pre-release models in, even though they'll be released for the time of the tournament." So he messages uh, Travis Dark Legacy, and he go. And the reply is, "Privateer Press has moved that the army box for the blind water back one." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, I, I oh. got that. We got that email through our store. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, on the day that lists are due, Brett is scrambling for replacement models <laughs> in his uh, list. Because yep. he had 
Spock and Gub, attorneys at law, and the soul slave in like at least one of his lists said both of them. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Losing the soul slave in the Maylock list is painful. It is a huge deal. It is very painful. I mean, Pendrick's good, but that's, yeah. that's a that's a, a hit definitely. This is the Maylock list I mentioned earlier, though. Um, so it looks like and instead we'll of the soul slave, so instead of the soul slave and the um, bone shrine, he's got Pendrake and a bull snapper. I think it is. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Rassler, Blind Walker, Bull Snapper, two Witch Docs, two Throgs, Pendrake, four units of Gatorman Posse. Uh, I've played against this list. They're very tough. Yeah. They're very, very tough. Although, if you can somehow keep mortality off your stuff, uh, it does kind of have a damage top end. Um, where it will start to have a hard time cracking things. But yeah. it's a lot even, of attrition. Even though it's like he's got a wrestler, like uh, Right. If he if he really needs to kill like one thing, he can do it for sure. Um for sure. Uh and then this is pretty much exactly the Barnabas list he's been playing for a while, right? Um yeah. it's just a, a very varied, it's got a lot of options in it. Um a couple wrestlers, a couple spitters, targ. <laughs> oh, targ. Um, I wish that were. I wish that guy worked for anyone else. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, various solos uh, that are all, you know, tech pieces in there for specific reasons. And then wrong guy in Snapchat. Yep. Oh, he's got Linus and Edray there now. That makes sense. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. Getting rid of the cloud walls for gunline is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd like to talk about our scoring player for a second here. Um, so sure. this is Ben. He was on the German team that won WTC last year and he's moving he's just moved to the United States like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um and we as a team think that Rasheth in the Winds of Death theme is the list that almost nobody in the game has a good answer for at this point. Okay. So this was kind this was kind of our like baseline. We actually all of our lists are have one list in them that can handle Rasheth because we thought it would be everywhere and it's just not. And so kind of now. That's funny. <clears throat> That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, the Resheth earlier was a Winds of Death, right? Yeah. Um, so what, what is it? Well, we'll talk about it after ATC. Um, Mercs, you got Magnus 2 Damiano. Uh, yep. it's, it's the Magnus 2. It's similar to what we were looking at earlier. Uh, just sure a bunch is. of nomads and a bunch of little units that do cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Damiano, what's he running? Irregulars with a, a whole boatload of Adrians. That's reasonable. Yeah. And uh, the Double Shadows Mutineers, which I think is sweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really cool choice. Uh, did we miss anybody in there? No. Yeah, that was everybody in that one. So, yeah. I guess we'll see the first half of the alphabet. Uh, just about, yeah. And uh, we did it without Brett. Poor dun, guy. Dun, dun, Poor dun, Brett. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> so yeah, that's just kind of a breakdown of the first half of uh, of those. We'll get the next one out next week. We'll try to get Brett on there. Hopefully we'll have all the three of us on there for it. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of a fun just little rundown of uh, what the ATC meta is going to be looking like. This should be pretty interesting. But in closing for this week, we want to thank everybody. Huge thanks uh, for everybody who supports us on Patreon. That's been super wonderful. It's getting, getting my butt out to LVO. And... Uh, mm-hmm. And lock and load in the later future, and uh, just really helps us out with getting you know just better content out there. Us actually being able to hit these events and get around to stuff going on, um, 
is a really big deal for our ability to just like know what's going on, you know, and and have a better sense of things. And on top of that, it's you know it goes into a lot of our um, it's gone into equipment, it's gone into just general supplies for various things we've needed. So it's uh, it helps yeah. run the site. It's good stuff. Um, if you well, do want to, hmm? I mean, also it's a big part of the reason that we're driving so hard to get all this new content out there um, with the streaming service, the other podcasts, and all of the line of sight products that broken egg will be producing soon. Like it's because it, there's it helps us. Yeah. Are, it's are bought into us that mm. we are like, well, we got to keep doing, we got to keep getting more and more stuff out there because people care. Yeah. And it, it's that incentive to, to put the time into it, you know, it justifies that time. Um, it, it kind of takes it from not only just being a hobby, but something you can, you can really put, you know, real effort into, which is just, it's a big deal. It's really, really helpful. And if you do want to check out uh, our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. Got all the info on there. Um, it's it uh, The actual donations are just based on when the actual cast comes out. It kind of supports everything we do, but that's it's it's centered around the, the podcast itself. Um, also, a big thanks to Broken Egg Games for their support. They've been a super awesome sponsor, super cool with us. We're still having a good time working with them on... Uh, making some fun products for us in the future. We've had a lot of really cool suggestions from everybody, so, um, yeah, we will, and we'll see them at LVO and say yeah. hi. Yeah. And of course, you can go to their website and use the code LOS5CODE on their store. It gets you 5% off everything on there. It's good stuff. You can go to our website, which is LOSWarmachine.com. You can see our just constant, nonstop flow of articles these days. Um, yep. We've got a lot of, so many things planned. We're talking about stream, obviously. We're talking about, um, uh, additional writers on there. We've got hobby stuff we're wanting to be doing. Uh, we, we've, we've already talked to a lot of different people, um, have a lot of things lined up. So we're pushing it out there. Um, still working. I'm going to be reworking the site soon. Me and Jane are both going to be working on that because there's a lot of little, a lot of little quality of life tweaks we want to do on there. So. Should be good. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at LOS underscore Chandler at LOS underscore Jaden. I'm on there all the time, so come say hi. At least uh, one of us is. <laughs> yeah, you can get my constant flow of weird thoughts because that's mostly what, what comes out of that. Um, you can email us at uh, LOSWarmahords at gmail.com or just find us on Facebook. We have just a podcast page. Like us on there at Line of Sight, and uh, you'll get all of our articles and when the podcast comes up and everything like that. And, of course, you can message any of us on Facebook. We get lots of messages from people, so I talk to a lot of different people who are just listeners or readers or whatever, and we have a lot of fun conversations, so it's good. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'll about do it for this week. We're going on yeah. episode 29 next week. We'll go over uh, just the other half of this roster. And I mean, episode to... 30 will probably just be Brett and I jabbering about ATC post-ATC. It's going to be, it's going to be post-ATC and pre-LVO, right? Like, we're going to be, it's going to be all, oh, all man, up I'm in so there. I'm so excited to, like, surprise swap to, to minions as my faction, like, before <laughs> LVO. Yeah. It's, but... it's the perfect plan. You come in with two pig casters. <laughs> People are like, what is happening? Which have Dracodiles in their battle group. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, in their list. Yeah. Uh, playing Carver with a Dracodile. Get that additional dial damage. It's good. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, put, uh, put Quagmire on him. You can run him up to things and they're stuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's tech that doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> nailed it. Anyway, we'll go into the second half of the, uh, ATC minute next week and we'll see you guys next time.
güey. 